0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Sean's Everything English Podcast. My name is Sean Bellant, and this week's episode is titled, Powerful Poetry. On today's episode, we discuss everything poetry, and in particular, why does the world need poetry? To answer this big question, we'll be looking at three smaller points. The first is why do poets write poetry, and we'll be examining the life of a very famous poet to do this. The second is is what techniques poets use to write poetry and the third is what kind of impacts does poetry have on readers we'll have a very special guest on the show to answer that question so let's go to answer the question why does the world need poetry i considered why do poets write poetry i stumbled upon the biography world famous poet E. e. cummings Cummings was a very famous poet born in Cambridge, Massachusetts in 1894. Cummings wrote approximately 3,000 poems in the early to mid-1900s, becoming famous for his modern style of love love poems, using rich and sensuous language to convey deep messages to readers. Cummings is best known for innovative innovative poems such as I Carry Your Heart With Me, Injust, and Buffalo Bills. Cummings wanted readers to feel a sense of wonder and awe while reading his poems. He believed that experiencing a poem was far more important than understanding it. He wrote poetry because he loved it. He wanted readers to feel strong emotional connections to his poems. Cummings, like many other poets, loved to write poetry. And I think that when it comes down to it, poets write poetry because they love it and they want others to experience it as well. Next, I thought about how poets write poetry and the techniques they use to write it. One technique that poets use is the use of figurative and literal language. Literal language is language used by poets where the words mean exactly what they say. Literal language can be taken literally and you'll be able to completely understand what the words are saying. Figurative language is language that would be misleading if taken literally. You'll often have to take like a closer look and figure out the meaning behind the words. Figurative language can be very useful to help paint a picture in the reader's heads, and can really just be effective at leading to a better understanding for the reader. A figure, a figurative technique very commonly used by poets is the use of literary, literary, literary devices. Wow, well, I can't say that word. Two of the most common literary devices are metaphors and similes. A metaphor is a direct comparison of two unlike things, a simile, like a metaphor, is a comparison of two unlike things. But the difference is that the comparison is made using the words "like" or "as." Another literary device that I find quite interesting is personification. Personification is when a poet gives human attributes to a non-living thing, for example, a personification would be something like the wind, the wind, the wind was howling. Because obviously, the wind can't actually howl. So that's a personification. The personifications are quite useful because they can really help give us a vivid and interesting description of something. Okay, I'm going to take a closer look into similes. And to do that, I have with me a poem called Harlem by Langston Hughes, and I'm going to read it now. So it's called Harlem. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load. Or does it explode? So yeah, obviously there's many similes used in that poem that really just help to create a deeper understanding for readers. I'm going to read the first line here, which is, what happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun or fester like a sore and then run? So there are two similar similes used there. The first is, does it dry up like a, like a raisin in the sun? So obviously a dream deferred can't actually dry up like a raisin, but it just really helps to give a deeper understanding to readers. And also... I find like the fester like a sore simile very interesting because it really just helps to paint like this gross picture in um, the mind of readers because obviously festering like a sore is just a gross thing. So yeah, it's really effective that way. Okay, moving on. There are many similes... Using this poem and they really help to get the point across and I think it just takes this idea of a dream deferred and compares it to many unlike things similes in this poem are very effective at getting the point across poet is comparing this dream to all these bad things that happens to things over time so it really is just an indication that this dream is maybe one that won't be realized for this person and maybe just this dream won't come true because they're comparing it to so many bad things those are just some of the many techniques poets use in their writing. The purpose of these techniques is to give readers more interesting and vivid language in poems and makes poems just overall easier to understand. I'd like to take this break in the action to tell you about our sponsor of this podcast, English Merch. English Merch is a merchandise website that has so many cool clothing items for anything English. People at English, Merch, at English Merch have hooked us up with a discount code for 15% off your fir- first purchase. And that code is Sean15. So use that code today at EnglishMerch.com. Thank you. Finally, I decided to investigate perhaps the most important question of them all What kind of impacts does poetry have on people? And to answer this question, I've brought to the show two very special guests. Megan Bellon and Andrew Patton. Megan and Andrew, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for having us on. You are so welcome, Megan. <laughs> Thank you very much. Not a problem, Andrew. So, as you two know, poetry is just an amazing thing. And I'm going to ask Andrew first. Andrew, what kind of impacts do you think poetry has on people? Uh, I think there are many positive impacts that poetry can have on uh, any individual uh There's just so many ways that a person can get their thoughts wrote down on a piece of paper, so I feel that if somebody is upset or happy, they can find some kind of peace of mind with poetry. So that, I know that's how I feel about it. Really great points, Andrew. Really love those points. So Megan, what what kind of impacts do you think poetry has on people? You know what, Sean? I think poetry is a really powerful thing. Um, it lets us reflect on our lives on our feelings and on our emotions and you know what poetry is so special because even if the author may intend you to interpret it in a certain way we might interpret it differently than than their intention so you may interpret a poem differently than i might just because we have different life experiences and different emotions and stuff Mm -hmm. but you know what overall i think Poetry is a good way for people to reflect on their lives and to really be in touch and in tune with their emotions and feelings. Really great point, Megan. And I'd like to thank you and Andrew for joining the show today. Thanks for coming. Thank you, Sean. No problem. Really just a pleasure having you. Okay, now for my personal thoughts. Personally, I think poetry makes readers reflect on certain aspects of life, whether that be love or nature, obviously depending on the genre of poem. Poets often try to convey deep and important messages, and these can have a very strong effect on readers and can just really touch readers in different ways. So, why does this world need poetry? I believe the world needs poetry because poetry can really teach us a lot. It can really help us appreciate the world around us even more and can make us reflect on how we're living our lives. It's for these reasons that poetry is just so special And especially during these times today in an age of technology, poetry, poetry really shouldn't be taken for granted. So yeah, go read some poetry and you'd be surprised how it can make you feel. And also in these times of quarantine, I think poetry can be a really good thing to turn to during these times. There's so many different genres and I can guarantee you'll be able to find poetry that you like and you can reflect on and enjoy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Sean's Everything English Podcast. My name is Sean Bellon, and make sure to tune in next week when we discuss everything happening in the world of literature. Goodbye, everybody.